Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl Laboralee, aka Cat Lee, and we have now turned into ambitiously the podcast. Listen, listen, listen. I'm hoping the visual is good, the audio is good. We never know when it comes to this here internet, but I'm hoping everything is happening the way it's supposed to happen. Guess what today is? Good. Doc said everything is good. Oh, see how he keep me on point. But guess what today is? Today is <laughs> the tapping. Woo! Um, listen, so um we are going to revert back to our music bag. Just I, I needed to switch it back up a little bit. Um, we will be going back to movies, but today we're gonna do um we're gonna jump in our music bag today. Um, there are a few things that I need to say before we start getting into our nitty gritty. First thing first is join the conversation. You can drop a comment. You can call in. You can text the numbers 443-850-4828. Again, the number is 443-850-4828. You will be on air. So just understand if you call in, you're going to be live. We will be listening to what you have to say. Um, you can ask me to drop the link, and I will if you're on your best behavior. It's the only way I'm dropping the link. Um, we don't need the shenanigans and all the the bull crap. So I'll drop the I might drop the link if you're on your best behavior. Um, uh, you can if you want to come on the show for any reason, any 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 reason you want to interview, you want to just you know, talk about what you have going on, whether you have a product, some music, well, music is a product, whatever it may be, just, you know what I mean? The case may, whatever the case may be, hit us up, contact at ambitiouslyent.com. Again, the web, um, the email address is um, contact at ambitiouslyent.com. I'm flabbergasted. I'm not going to tell y'all what I did. I am going to tell y'all what I did. Uh, remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every share, and every single solitary subscription. We appreciate you in advance. Big love to you. Um, And check out our website, www.ambitiouslyent.com www.ambitiouslyent.com Y'all I'll tell y'all about that in a minute. I have to do this really quick, and then I'm going to bring in my boo, Doc, because he is waiting for us to bring him in, and we don't do Doc like that at all. We don't. Um, So let me just play this real quick, and I'm going to bring Doc in. I'll be right back. I will be right back. Remember that that, that commercial since we, you know, we tapped in? <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Tell me if you remember that. I promise you I'm not alone. We'll be right back. Hi, Doc, honey. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up? Are you on the You remember that commercial? 
Yeah, when they go to a commercial break, like we'll be right back after this commercial break, or they'll have like a little jingle. Yeah, after these messages, we'll be right back. I remember that. I also remember when they used to tell us, uh, well, they used to tell our parents, um, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Yep. (laughs) Oh, that our generation, we was able to be outside and just kicking it and having fun and sitting on the little green transformer box or down by the street light. And you had to be back in the house by the time the street lights came back on. Street light kids. Or at least on a porch, if it was a summertime. Uh, <laughs> well, there were some that couldn't leave their porch, too, because they was on punishment or something, so they just get to sit right in the front. That was you? <laughs> a lot of times, yes, I was punished. I remember um, one time I was punished, and it was the summertime, and in the summertime here in Baltimore, um, basement parties and block parties were all the rage, right? Okay. And one time I got punished and it was a, a basement party, right? Well, it was a it was a party at somebody's house. It wasn't necessarily a basement party. It was more so just in their living room because we live we lived in row houses. I don't live in a row house now, but um back then ro- we lived in row houses. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying everybody walking past and they on their way to the party and they was waving at me in the window like, "Hey." And I was oh, that had to hurt. And then my cousin came back and told me all about what happened, and I was really mad, like, because oh, I wasn't there. Missed out on the party. They had to hurt watching everybody walk down the street, and you just like, I can't go. And in the in the in the window sill, like, looking sad, looking sad. <laughs> that was me. Those that was were me. the days. Those were the days. Man, that was me. Oh, that was totally me. Did y'all roll skate big in Baltimore? Huh? Did y'all roll skate big in Baltimore? Uh, that was the thing here. Actually, you know how, like, and that, that tripped me out the other day, too. Oh, I'm glad you asked that. That tripped me out the other day, too, because, you know, is it, you know, skating rinks and stuff like that, that's huge in the South. Yeah. But, Again, because we live on the Mason Dixon line, we got some of this and some of that, and it was mm-hmm. like a boiling pot of a mixture. We had um skating teams, and you know, they did their routines okay, and so all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had this one place back in the day. I don't know if they still, I doubt that they still open because a lot of stuff goes down on Pennsylvania Avenue. But on Pennsylvania Avenue, we had um this spot called Shake and Bake. And there was a skating rink, and it had a bowling a bowling alley in it and all that good stuff. And it was like what one would consider in the heart of the city. Okay, okay. And you went there. Oh, my. It was lit. It was so like going to the club. When you were young, that is like going to the club. You had the bowling alley, the skating rink, probably like an arcade, a movie theater. And exactly. In the later years, a mall. And but no, those things were like late at night, not late at night, but in the late evenings, especially in the summertime when nobody's yeah. at school, go that to the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, the good old days. And people doing a little backwards skate. I can't skate to save I, my life, but no, after a hard day of skating, when I was young, I remember you catch a Charlie horse. Oh no, not a Charlie horse. <laughs> I wake up from my sleep, be like, ah, my leg. <laughs> But yeah, that was a thing here. Um, 
like I tell people all the time, like you'd be surprised of, like I said, we were the Mason, we are the Mason Dixon line. So we got in some of like, we got a combination of everything here. Um, and that is the one thing that I will say I'm grateful for, for, you know what I mean? Like we, cause I was born in North Carolina. We moved here when I was eight going on nine. And so Baltimore raised me. I was I'm, I'm born in North Carolina, but I was raised here. And so that's the one thing that I'm grateful for um, is that I still was able to get some of my Southern roots. And, you know, like I was, it, it was it's a melting pot. I think um, authentic John Doe said that it is yeah. a melting pot of everything here. Um, so it is what it is. Um, shout out to authentic John Doe. Yeah, because he did. He touched on a few things. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is a mouse to God. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, we were lucky in essence because we were um, able to get some of everything. It was great, though. Now, what I will say about growing up here is, though, I don't know how half of us are still alive in those, um, you know, adolescent, the, the adolescent phase, because I grew up in the city. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much grass, so we had to make our own little playground field type of situation. We played on fire escapes. I don't know how we still alive. Like all that tetanus, all that, all that ruts and sharp edges. You see what I'm saying? We're playing on a fire escape where at the bottom of this fire escape is just nothing but cement. How yeah. are we still alive? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> we did have great summers, though, like when they popped the fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. It was like, like everybody, they popped the fire hydrant. And we was running outside like, yeah. Your clothes so you can get wet. It was just like the water park. That's the black Man, water park. I showed y'all last night some of our um snacks from when we were children. Tasty cakes, onion with pickles. Um, we had the penny candy store. You would go with a dollar and you felt like you was rich. Mm-hmm. You could go with 25 cents and still felt like you was <laughs> just it was penny candy. We had a candy lady. We had um, what what you would hear. We call I don't know what y'all call maybe icy cups or something like that. We call them frozen cups where, you know, they make the juice, put it in the freezer, freeze it up. Summertime, you go to the frozen cup lady. Um, she, she had the frozen cups and you was excited. Like, oh, I'm about to go get me a frozen cup. Like, it was just life. It's, yeah. It's hard as our child, our adolescent years. Um, Gen Z, by the way. I don't know about y'all other ones but as hard as our life was it was so freaking fun it was fun yeah. and i don't know <laughs> it was before the internet before yeah the internet, man and we even you go had into to talk it. To people you had to remember phone numbers if you was going to call somebody remember um, phone numbers to this day the only phone number i know is mine i cannot remember a phone number to save my life anymore I remember my know, own phone number though where I grew up at, but I don't remember any other phone number. I don't. I don't. I tell people all the cell phones made you dumb. <laughs> Smartphones <laughs> made you dumb because you didn't you had to remember back then. 
Now you don't have to remember any. Ask me whose number I remember right now. Nobody's. Well, that's what oh, I'm saying. No. You, my the home you grew up in, do you remember that number? Slightly. Only oh, because um, when I was before, I'll say before, this is where we differ. Um, here we call it middle school and other areas. It's called junior high school, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember any numbers from that stage of life. Um, I don't remember my complete number from high school. I remember it was five, um, five, six, six. That was like the three, you know, four. One, well, we didn't have to dial area codes back then either. It was just you just dialed out the number five, six, six, and whatever the last yeah. four. You know what I mean? Now, um, and then eventually it got to where you had to dial the area code and then the rest of the number. Um, mm-hmm. But I do remember our number started with five, six, six. Um, I remember, ex- like, it's a lot of things. I remember what my summers looked like in my neighborhood from my high school years. Uh, we lived directly across from a park where they had basketball tournaments every summer. Okay. And the hottest local DJs would come and DJ at this park. And oh, that okay. was the thing. Like, if you... And I was lucky because, like, again, I lived across the street, so I could just walk out my door, walk down the little st- um, steps that we had, walk out the gate, and walk straight straight across. And th- that was the park. Um, but that was, like, the it. You feel me? And I'm not going to, not that I'm glorifying narcotic dealing, but all the, the the big names was out there. Um, and if you were a young teenage girl, you was hot and being fresh because you wanted the attention. You know what I mean? But it was so like, it was fun. It was fun. Well, at least you're honest about it. You can respect that, at least the honesty of it all. One yeah, thing I will was... not do on this podcast is ever lie to y'all about who I am. I lived a life. One day I'm going to tell that story, you know, my my teenage year story. But yeah, I... <laughs> it was okay. what it was. Um, but today it's a tapping, so we got to hey, get into you. the bag. I said we were going to switch back the, the music really quickly, just, you know, to have a little... Spice the delight. Mix up. Um, and so the first person that we f- pulled out of the bag, which is crazy, because um, we did have somebody from Philly tap in last night. Okay. Um, this person is also from Philadelphia, and his name is Cassidy. Cassidy. Good old Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to go first, madam? You, you, can, you can start. Okay. Um, so Cassidy... Cassidy, to me, he was or is more of a battle rapper than anything. <laughs> That's the thing. Cassidy can rap. N- no joke. Cassidy can rap. The problem mm-hmm. with Cassidy, he has the most hardest time putting songs together. Songs that mm-hmm. are going to hit and resonate. It's like, right. to me, Cassidy is a I don't want to say it because that thing's bad. I was about to say he's like a, a knockoff fab, <laughs> but he's not a knockoff fab. Yeah. But he has that same level of rhyming that Fab has. And Cassidy has every, like, I'm thinking of songs, uh, there was one song, I can't remember the title of it now, oddly enough. I feel um, like it's one song that he sampled Jay-Z and 
I thought it was a hot. I love that song. Actually, I still love that's that song. That's what I'm thinking thing. of. Because I think Swiss I'm Beats produced it for me. Yeah, I'm a hustler, homie. Yes. So yeah, but like that's crazy. That's like the one song by Cassidy that was kind of a hit song that I can remember. Yeah. But then I'm like, no, I've never bought a Cassidy CD or tape or anything. But I, I knew who he was also from the battle rap scene. And this used to be like you get him on VCR tapes. This is before the actual DVDs. This was right oh, around that time, or at least when we got him, it was still on VCR tapes. Um, you make me feel old, but go ahead. It's true. <laughs> but that's where I know Cassidy from. Awesome battle rapper. Um, I, I remember seeing the tapes and everything that I remember catching him on the DVDs and stuff when they used to have those out when they were up in New York and traveling before New York and Philly and just battle rapping. But as an uh, actual pop rap artist or not even saying but a mainstream rap artist it was just something about Cassidy just couldn't get it just he couldn't, couldn't get catch it, it. He and, couldn't yeah, catch and I'm like he has the capability but it's like the the structure of his song was something that always kind of evaded him and I couldn't really understand why I think you know um again by me dabbing a little bit in the music industry as a um career path I still, I ain't going to say dabble because I'm still in it. I just changed how, you know, I did things. But um, one thing that I can say is some of us um, realize early on where our lane is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with Cassidy, he realized early on that it's some sh- stuff in this music industry that not all of us can deal with or take. Okay. With that being said, um, no, he's never made an album that could catch us. You feel me? He had a few singles, um, but nothing that really, really, like, you know, all right, he about to drop an album. I've got to go get this new Cassidy. Yeah. It's never, I've never felt like that ever. Um, he is a battle rapper, and what I will say is, in that battle rap lane, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. He's a beast. Shout out to Philly. Um, he's a beast. I do like him in that lane, and maybe he understood that that was his lane, and the mainstream wasn't his lane because there's a lot of stuff that come with the mainstream industry, even the portion yeah. of the industry. Um, I I prefer him as a better. <laughs> prefer okay. him as that. I like again. He's never had anything that was like other than that one song Swiss Beats did. I'm a hustler. I'm, I'm and I ain't gonna lie. Even still to this day, when it, if I hear it, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> personal. Well, other than anytime he did something with Swiss Beats, I think his work was better because I do remember him uh, being on like the posse cuts for like Swiss Beats, like World War Three and stuff like that, the remixes. Um, but part of me wish he could have at least got one good solid album so that could be yeah. longevity of his career because battle rap just isn't the same now either. So it's like, it, what what do you do if you're that type of artist that has that skill set but you just can't? Like, how do you really establish your your career? And like feature right. family and stuff. That was always right. like my concern sometimes with like certain rappers. So somebody asked me to drop the link. I am gonna drop the link, but what I'm not gonna do is answer anybody that is not him. How about that? Um <laughs> I'm not. And if I drop the link, 
know that today is a tap in and that if you're on here long enough, you have to participate in a final exam. Ooh, ooh. Got you got it. Set the rules, cat. Set the rules, cat. Hey, you big turd. Set the rules. Yeah, like everybody threatening me lately because they see that I'm the champ, and they've been <laughs> whatever. Um, so if I drop the link and you stay on here long enough, you are joining. I'm gonna do that right now. Though. I'm about to drop the link, but anyway, yeah. I don't... But I don't know that I want Cassidy and you. I... Like I said, I think I like him in the lane that he has been in all of this time. Hold on, I'm I'm trying to I gotta send a link to myself. Let me get the other keyboard. I think I like him in the lane that he is in. I don't think that I really you feel me like I I kinda like him as a battle rapper. But on the low. Battle rap don't exist. When's the last time you actually watched a battle rap? I mean, I look them up on YouTube when they have something decent, but right. it's not something you go out of your way to really watch most of the time, I would think. And, um, Mike, I'm coming, babe. I just, um, with YouTube is different because, I mean, with Facebook is different because they don't really allow me to share stuff like how I would like to. That's another reason why I'm trying to switch up off of here. Um, so give me a second, okay? Now, as a matter of fact, you know what? I'm about to drop the link to you right now. I'm going to drop the link. Um, but you know what? I'm going to tell you, you asked me a question. When's the last battle rap I paid attention to? And I'm not going to lie to you. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I think I know the one. Because it, it, it killed Black Love. It killed Just Black Love. <laughs> That's a, but see, that was interesting because it involves somebody that you know. You know what's funny? Let's yeah. she give her, she was giving chocolate girls life. Oh my Y'all gosh. Uh, Here's an interesting really, thought. Huh? Interesting thought comparison. In some weird way, comparison, Remy Ma is very much like a Cassidy. They both oh, have a very oh. battle rap background, except Remy Ma kind of made it a little bit better. Than he did. If you kind of think about their skill set, their level, and you know the type of artist they are, he, she did. She shot that shit up. I'm, excuse my language. I'm sorry. I was saying words before I'm supposed to say the words, uh, but she shot it up. She shot it up. She shot it. And the reason why I say she shot it up is this because one is one. She was a battle rapper too. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then I think she recognized, you know, where she came from, um, uh, you know, after she did her whole stint, her bit in prison and stuff. That That's what, you know what I mean? That was, like, the core of her. You feel me? Like, that was her essence. If anybody knows anything about Remy Ma, she started in battle rapping. Okay, I, I had to grab the link real quick. I'm sorry. Um, she started in battle rapping. Uh, so it is what it is. Um, all right, Mike, I'm about to drop the link now. I'm sorry, baby. Like I said, um, <sighs> Facebook behavior. Because uh, Remy was a woman that gave her an advantage, even coming from the battle rap scene. No, I think that it made it harder. You think it made it harder? About being a woman is easy for anything 
even when we trying to step in the arena with males. Okay. Okay. Not so that made it harder. I think, but the, she was just so much of a beast. It's like you can't, you deny. couldn't deny. You know what I'm saying? That's why when she dropped that sheather, it went crazy. Like how it went crazy because that was her battle rap reminisce. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like that was mm-hmm. battle rap. Her that wasn't the. You know what I mean? Like um, I I, I look, but I. You know what I mean? That wasn't the out. That was the battle rap part, and it just so happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. That she she killed so, it. Cassidy's overall downfall is the fact that he can't structure a catchy song overall. That yeah, that's okay. the only thing that stops him from that stopped him from being you know on it because he was he was hard. Nobody now. He was hard. He just not hard. He can't. I, I know a lot of artists like this too who um, can't create an album. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A collect a full collective project. I know okay. artists that are a monster at creating collective projects. I know artists that do both. He just don't fall in the lane and do both or can complete an out. You know what I mean? Like he could just. That's what he did. Um. But let me say this too: Don't ever knock the battle rappers either, because they make paper. They don't make. Well, I don't know, because on a low, people think that these, and you know, these mainstream artists make a lot of money, and they don't either. And then I question whether or not the battle rap lane is more lucrative, because they get their bag. Yeah, but I they think it's the the. The outside deals compared to the lump sums. Like if you, I, I would assume from what I know is when you're a battle rapper, you go, you do the, uh, the, the battle, you win the battle, you get the purse, you get the bag. Um, but then yeah. that money has to last you until you hit your next battle, unless you put out battle. your own mixtapes and stuff. Compared to the right. mainstream artists, they at least can do do shows or little club appearances and still get a right. stream of income that flows more consistently than the, the lump sum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure. It does have to, but mm, same thing. Because guess what? You drop an album, you got to make all that money that you got, your bonus, if you were the label or you're independent, you still have to make that money last. So it's really not, in essence, any different. Okay. You still got to make it last until your next, whatever you're doing to your next show, because that's really where artists get paid at when they do shows. It's not yeah. the label that pays them. I need this to be understood. Where you get your bread at when you're a mainstream artist is not from the label. They give you an advance or whatever, and then you got to spend that on um, make recording. You got to spend that on freaking marketing. You got to spend that on your lawyers. It's so many things that you have to spend that money on that by the time you finish, you don't have money because just because you dropped that out, you don't have money. So then you have to tour. And so, in essence, it's the same thing. Yeah. But, well, uh, see, and I would think also the promo behind it, because the record label kind of wants you to win compared to if you're a battle rapper, you lose a battle. That's a But they still right charge there. you for all of that. You still yeah. get, you still got to pay for that. This Your advance is exactly what it is, an advance to do the work that they want you to do. It's a slave system. Do the work that they want you to do. 
Um, <laughs> it is. Because you think you got all this money. A lot of these artists wind up living in facilities that belong to the label or the record company. It's a facade. You, it's the same hustle, only they get their bag straight up, whereas though you got to chop it up and give it up, you know, divide it amongst it come out your bill. Look at New Edition. I know y'all seen that New Edition story. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> no, even... And like, that's uh, like, they came home and all of them got like a dollar and some change a piece. Like, TLC? It's a surprise. TLC too, with all they got getting cheated by right. and all that stuff. Why you think they want the Clive office like how they... <laughs> Why you think they went in there like how they went it? Because they didn't understand that it's the same. I don't. I make to be honest. Maybe battle rappers have it better. Possibly. Now you think about it like that because their win or lose fully almost depends solely on them. I mean, they probably have a manager, but they don't have to really. They're not trying to pay back their advance. They're just trying to maintain. A level of income, so yeah, they may have right. that I never really thought about that way. Right. So maybe Cassidy and his mom was like, you know what? <laughs> this is not a lifestyle for me. Let me get back into the thing that worked for me in the beginning. I don't got to worry about nobody trying to take my. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it. You know what I'm gonna really say. <laughs> you know that where I'm going. I don't got to worry about my puffies, my harrells, my clobs. I just I thought you were going to say a- dirty business. I didn't know you were going to start with the did he do it. Did he do it? I don't got to worry about that. Maybe I should go back over here where hey. I could just, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I could be my street self. I don't got to put on nothing that I don't want to wear and all of that good stuff. Yeah, All right, so you know what I think of? I was about to say, it's like, yeah, so Cassidy gets a deal. He goes to the big record label company. All the big execs are in there. You open the door, you see something you don't like. You close the door and say, no, nah, I'm going back to the streets. I'm going back to the streets. <laughs> back to the streets. And he little. And he, <laughs> he little, little man. It would probably be easy to take advantage of him. Oh, don't talk about that man's stature. But he's little. I mean, he's a gangster in his own right. I done seen Cassidy do some stuff on camera. When he was ready, he was ready. (laughs) But he's little. (laughs) No. He's little. Uh, Hey, shout out to Cassidy. Shout out to Cassidy. But he's little, and they probably just want to get his little tail. Oh, I can cuss now because it's 10 o'clock. They yes. was going to try to get his little ass. And he don't need that. He's little. You won't find yourself in a, in a uh, rap beef with Cassidy. <laughs> I don't got no beef, Cassidy. I like you. <laughs> I actually like you. I like That's your hilarious. skill. But we being honest, if this was prison. Oh. You better start spitting some bars. <laughs> you better rap your way out of this one. Keep they asses up your bed. You better, boy, you better <laughs> battle rap for your life. For That's real. all I'm <laughs> He's little. Uh, okay. I'm a, but he is little. 
Cassidy, you that dude, though. All right, let's move on. I like this one right here. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know if anybody slept on him, but if you did, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And it's not necessarily rap, but it's in that genre. Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg, okay. Uh, I went first last time. I'll let you go. I love Nate Dogg. He's doing it. He was like that hood, that hood, hood dude. I might have seen him on the corner singing and smoking, <laughs> smoking his tree and drinking his drink and keeping it a buck and a hundred. Wow. And he was doing it with melody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you said la da 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 da. Who? Who? Hey, dog. You know who said that? Classic part. Classic part of the album. Everybody that they didn't have the timing right. You try to catch it with the smoke weed. They somebody will come in too fast. La da 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 da. What is the? Oh, regulators were everything for that time. Like I swear to, mm-hmm. I love me some Nate Dog. I swear I did. He was like my uncle. He's my uncle. Okay. <laughs> he was like right. my my uncle that's close to my age but mm-hmm. not close to my age I love Nate Dog. rest well, in peace Nate Dog. rest in peace Nate Dog. um the the story that they told when they did the behind the scenes especially there was a I forget what it was but in California there was a, a it was like a local show that used to come on like their public broadcast system was somebody basically they were basically doing the tap in but it was for West Coast but it was on public broadcast TV and they right. did like a little uh, documentary on Nate Dog he he was in the Marines at one point in time which was an mm-hmm. interesting thing to learn uh, right. unfortunately I'm he sorry. was an alcoholic I'm a Marine brat so I had to let that go go ahead shout out to that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Warren G. Um, when they realized when they were younger that he could sing, he could harmonize, he was always part of any time they wanted to do a song. They took care of him, make sure he was good and straight. I mean, he released, I think, one album. Um, but he was always part of If you think of the West Coast, you think of anything with Snoop, Warren G, or Dr. Dre, your mind should automatically throw Nate Dogg right there, and it shouldn't be no doubt about that. And you know what I was thinking about that because the Super Bowl just passed or whatever that Super mm-hmm. Bowl performance that they that they did the Dre the Snoop and mm-hmm. all of that. If yeah. Nate Dogg was still alive, I feel like Nate Dogg would have been there. Of course, of course. And I probably I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a banger, but I probably would have walked on him real quick because so I was not a banger, but I would have walked on him. Came out. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Well, uh, and you still got it, bro. Look at that walk. Look at that walk. He was doing it. He came out, uh, and it was smooth. Ah, uh, man. Um, but yeah, if he would was still alive, I feel like he would have been there. Yes, so of that, course he would have been. There. I mean, the the sound of the West Coast with that area under the the, the guys of Dr. Dre and stuff. You hear Nate Dogg in all the songs. I mean, especially anything with Warren G, period. And like you said, Regulator. Regulator, the one, everybody almost that I know knows all the lyrics to Regulator. Right. Oh, the, it, the, the, the rap and the, 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 oh the my harmony. God, that was the joint. Yeah. That was the joint. I ain't gonna lie. 
again, going back, I hate to go back to music jukebox, but it's a good reference for me. Yeah. Every time that video came on, I'd be in the house like, Roger, out of. I love okay. rest in peace to Nate Dog, man. He was my oh. dude. That was my guy. And Semper Fi, because he was a Marine. Stop playing mm. with the Marines over here. I'm a Marine brat okay. to okay. the core. So, so we not gonna play with them. With the standard that Nate Dog set, being a harmonizing rapper connected to a rapper. Who do you think took that spot? Because there's always this interesting conversation that happens. Me and my brother, we talk about this, about who kind of took that spot. Is it a T-Pain? Is it a Ty Dolla Sign? Is it who? Nobody. And I'm going to say, the reason why I'm going to say that is because you named a couple of people, and I'm glad. And I'm going to add Petty Boots to the equation because he be doing that too. He be trying. He don't. I'm going to add Petty Boots to that. You know what what we call him over here. His name is Petty Boots. If y'all don't know who Petty Boots is, we're talking about Drake. Um, But over here, we call him him Petty Boots because he pettiest ever. Uh, (laughs) Ever. Um, I'm not going to say Ty Dolla Sign because Tyler Dolla Sign was always, even though he got that melodic, kind of flavor. He's always been an R&B. He was a part of Immature, for goodness sakes, when they first started out. Um, so it was always that for him. Um, who else we named? We said Ty Dolla Sign. Who else? T-Pain. T-Pain. He can actually fucking sing. I hate that <laughs> y'all do that. I love T-Pain and, and the nail because when he sings, he does not use auto-tune, so he let y'all know that I really can sing. That mm-hmm. was a gimmick, but I could sing my ass off. Mm-hmm. Um, So I would consider him more of a singer than I would be like the, the R&B. And, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Petty Boots, you try it, baby, but you will, there will never, ever be another Nate Dog. And with that being said, la da 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 da. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop playing with that dog, yo. Stop playing with him. I loved him. I, as you can see, I really. <laughs> really Nate Dog, Harvey Nate Dog, LBC 213. As you can see, I really love Nate Dog. <laughs> That's my I guy. Like now I gotta I gotta put together a new playlist of all this stuff because I'm like, whoa, we went from Cassidy to Nate Dog. I'm like, there's a little playlist somewhere in my mind now. I'm thinking about that incorporated. Okay. Yeah. Now we no, get right. So uh, little secret, little secret. After we usually do the tap in, I usually go back and everything we talked about, if I remember majority of it, I go back and I put a little playlist together of the artists that I, even when we end up adding other artists in, like, I'm like, oh, I got to put some Remy in it now, some Tyler right. sign. I'll go back and do that just because it'll... Oh, that's cute. I'm like, happy. Because okay. that's so cute. Like, well, I get that every Friday, but... <laughs> <laughs> so you know, should I know? Because my computer is filled with... All right. Um, this is our last one for the um, for this portion of the tap-in. 
and then we're gonna give love and then final Final exam exam. Mm -hmm. i'm scared um by the way but whatever Ah. you picked the interesting year too by the way i know and i don't know why i picked that year because i'm like wait 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 but maybe maybe um so the last person that we pulled from the bag was cool g rap cool g rap Mm -hmm. i'll go first this term uh i'm conflicted with him because one in my mind he's in the category he's not the dopest but he's one of you know what i mean it was an era Mm -hmm. you feel and in that era he was killing the game and he's been around around for a long long time now that's i guess the good part the bad part is that now he's tied into a chick who has been named she picked up a name and he has a child with this chick um and this chick is synonymous within the industry she's mm-hmm. been with just about everybody allegedly no, she wrote it oh, in a book. You say not, not allegedly. Not a lot. I got two of the books. Oh, well, I'm just saying we wasn't there, and she could be lying. Alleged but... shit because this bitch wrote a book. She wrote a couple of books about we her. Know, we don't know if that book is science fiction, but I know what you're saying. But let it rock. Keep on. Keep on. Say it true. And she okay. named names. Ain't nobody come and say it wasn't true. The only That's person she okay, didn't okay. know name was Big Papa and Big Papa. I have my AI. Now I know she named. Oh wait, that was that was the other one. Big Papa in my mind is Method Man. Hmm. She didn't name him in any of the books, and I again I have two of them. I read them. I like books. I'm big on books. I would still go to the library. It's the smell of. That's I, I love what people do. <laughs> All right. So, with, but she with my people, cool G rap. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot of these dudes, and Cool G rap is one of them. She talked about, you know, her, her, her. Nosebleed. All, she talked about a lot of things with him, how he used to beat and all of that stuff. So it's like, uh, I hate when those kind of stories come out about my favorite MCs or some of my favorite MCs because it's like now I gotta envision I'm doing the things and these are people that I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Like these are people I grew up with Coogee Rat. Even Big Papa, whom I suspect is Method Man. Um he had an allegation come out with another chick recently and just her saying that is like, bitch, why are you gonna mess that up for me? Like, bitch, it's you don't know I live Wu Tang. <laughs> bitch, why would you say that about him? Like, why did you say that a long time ago before I fell in love with the clan? Look, like <laughs> the Wu Tang clan, in case anybody hears this and take that out of context. <laughs> Not the other clan, this yeah. clan. Yes, the woo. This 36 chamber, bitch, why did you say this before I fell in love? <laughs> with these, with these dudes. Like, don't come out later on and then try to tarnish. Bitch, say it 
early so that way I can't fall victim to whatever seducing nature. <laughs> well, Cool G Rap, my biggest thing with him is uh, he was an extremely technical rapper to me. He actually he falls in the category with like rock him a little bit to me because that was the era of the time where, at least for me, New Not York rap was it was. <laughs> It was new, but I could tell it was changing. It wasn't the the Run DMC style no more. It wasn't the I'm trying to think of who between Run DMC and Big Daddy Kane and Rakim. It was it, cool it was go. just I can tell it was changing from what I heard, and I was already yeah. in love with hip hop. Go ahead. Yeah, I said the cool Moldies and your Big Daddy Kanes and uh, yes. Yeah. But me being such a fan of the music, I could tell when Kooji rapped out on the scene, it would became very different flow, very different rhyme style. Just the, the way then his he had the very uh nasally kind of voice a little bit, or that he didn't talk normal, put it that way to me. Yeah, but he still had the skill set to do all these crazy bars and the the mafioso music, the the way he did his alliteration and all that stuff, which the difference between him and Rakim to me was Rakim was more cleaner. As in, you can hear everything Rakim said. It was very flow, melodic, very tempered compared to Coogee Rap, which was kind of spazzy. But that was exciting to me, too. But, it was different. Yeah. It was but different. The big thing was the, 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 the topic of the music was so different to me because it was in more into that gangster era of East Coast, Mafia, Mob Boss type of low which i'm like yeah, movie stuff to me but he rapping about it so i don't know what it goes on up there i'm only like what 13 12 <laughs> so it was just so vastly different but it was extremely new and until we started and that's right around the time where music videos at least hip-hop music videos start getting a lot of push like you said video jukebox the box um what is it uh music on demand there was a whole bunch of those shows but that's when I actually started seeing the stuff. And then I'm like, okay, so this is who this guy is. Because honestly, I, I used to read the source and everything. I don't ever remember seeing him. Well, he probably wasn't a source. I probably just didn't pay attention to it at the time. He was, but. Pre, like, he was at the the source was kind of building at the time where yeah. really he had his you know what I mean? his breakout and all of that good stuff. Like, it's a lot of things that weren't included in the source. And I feel like, and I'm glad you said that, because I feel like um, I like what they're trying to do to make sure that they have a pension fund for the elder MCs, um, because he would fall in that category of people who get the pension. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of MCs, huh? Only because you said I have a quick question. What is an elder MC? Just let's let's establish what that is. Just because I'm I'm kind of curious what your mind says. Rapping before 1999, in my opinion. Rapping before 1999, you're an elder MC. Can you do you have to stop rapping, or you can still be rapping? No, this is the problem that I have. Like, who said is there age on rock and roll? No. Is there age in um uh blues? No. Is there age in any other genre except for hip hop? I hate that people put an age on it. Dude, it's a genre of music that was popular and people enjoyed. There should not be an age limit. Even if you are older now, 
and you still rapping. Who told you I stopped rhyming just because I got older? Well, the problem is, is that even the rappers themselves. Dementia or Alzheimer's. That's when you should stop rapping. Dementia or Alzheimer's, that's when you just stop. But the, the kind of the problem with that is, is that even the rappers themselves, they say rap is a young man's sport. Or a young a young artist sport. I won't say men because right it now the, the women are doing it. It doesn't have to be. That's the perception. And like it doesn't have to be. Nigga, I'm 59 years old. I still got skill. Why I can't still rap? Well, because it comes to that weird thing. No, of, I don't have to rap like these weirdos. Well, this is what I'm going to say. Because I'm, I'm glad we hear this still around the Coogee rap section because I'm going to bring up an artist. And then, so in comparison, when Jay-Z draw uh, 444, a lot mm-hmm. of people did not like that album. But it wasn't it was, for a lot of people. But it was, <laughs> oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. It was for the sophisticated mind. Because you move from the hood, the street, being on the corner, you start building shit. I can personally relate. You know what I'm saying? It's for the relatable factor. Then with that said, would Kooji Rap be able to make a 444 or he would still sit to the same material? That's kind of the weird place. You, If you're that so, I don't really think you should be rapping about that. I appreciate 444. I don't don't think that Kooji Rap could. But I don't think that because he's Kooji Rap and his age factors. I just don't think that he could. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the individual, the artist. I just, if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. So I think even- with 444, Jay-Z, the beautiful part about that was he was talking about the lifestyle that he lives right now. Yes. I don't think that Cool G Rap could do that because he don't live that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? All mm-hmm. he can talk about is the shit that that's the thing, the beautiful part about rap, the beautiful thing about hip-hop is you talk about the shit that you live. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what it's always been. You think about, um, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. Them niggas was living that. You talk but about what you I, live. But I guess what my, my issue, or not, it's not my issue, it's my concern is yeah, you're gonna tell me a story that you probably already told me before. When this is why four 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 was beautiful because we had. Yes, I agree. I, I love four four four, but that's my thing. When I think about, it, I'm like, I don't know if Kooji Rap can still make. Could he one? Could he make a four four four? And then two, would it look weird if he still? I'm on a corner and I'm moving and I'm shooting and I'm ducking and this bitch and da 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 da. You know why it's gonna look weird? Because we gonna look at him at our ages and judge him like nigga, why are you still doing it? Exactly. Again, comparison to four four four, Jay Z switched the lane and everybody was mad at him because he switched the lane. Nigga, I'm not talking about being in Cambridge, Maryland no more. You feel me? I'm not talking about being in Jersey no more. I'm talking about the life that I actually live. And y'all didn't like it and y'all didn't appreciate it, but y'all didn't like it or appreciate it because y'all can't relate. The one thing about hip hop that's beautiful is that however, whatever artist that you take that you like or whatever, you like them because you can relate. 
I can't relate to a lot of these young dummies. Mm-hmm. Dummy is a term of endearment. I'm I know, I know. <laughs> no, I got to talk to people outside of you. Dummy is a term of endearment. That means I love you. Sometimes. Sometimes it can mean I want to fuck you up. And you got to come from Baltimore. But the point okay. is that um, I can't relate to them. I can relate to the 444. You know why? Because I have elevated. I've gotten older. You know what I'm saying? And my mindset has changed. Um, no, he could not have made that album because, or that kind of album if his life has not changed and he hasn't redirected his state of mind. Even not. Hi, Chip Chief, baby. Sorry, I had to talk to him real quick. Um, even Nas, his direction has changed because he's not yeah, no, King's Disease, King's Disease, his that series of King's Disease is very much a 444. Most people don't get that. It is right. Nas' version of 444. Right. And Nas did it extremely well. He's not chip tooth anymore. He's invested his money and made millions. He's not that, that guy anymore. He's mm-hmm. a different dude. You know what I'm saying? You have to elevate. And those who can't appreciate can appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't make music. Just like with this podcast, I I say this in different words, but I'm going to say it again. The further I go, I have to elevate. And I can't do it based upon what you perceive in me. I have to do it based upon what I am, the life that I'm living. You wouldn't appreciate what I'm doing if I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Because then you'll be like, oh, well, you still doing it. No, you move forward. You know what I mean? That's if I'm not living that lifestyle anymore, how can I? I can't live in it forever. I could talk about it. I did that. Now I'm doing this. You know what I'm saying? But I can't sit in it. I'm sorry. I gotta move forward. That's not the life I'm living anymore. So I don't think if if cool, I don't know what cool G rap is doing right now. But I don't think he can make a full 44 and he can't make a Kings. He can't do that because you got to move forward to do that. You know so what I'm saying? My last, my last little question would be, should it be the route that Andre 3000 took? Is like, I'm what I'm going to rap about going to get my prostate check. And no, there's nothing for me to do here. Play my fleet. <laughs> well, that's what he did, but it was the fact that he said there's nothing for me to rap about because I would even what I rap about, I don't think that's going to resonate, even though technically to me, I still want to hear it because it's under 3000. Oh, one of the hardest dudes ever. Listen, I would take a good Andre 3000 album right now. He has done touched my soul in so many different kinds of ways, it's ridiculous. That nigga said, I think I'm in love. Yeah. <laughs> that was my shit. But you must be the prototype. <laughs> I, and he made me feel like I was the prototype. Um Hey you big purr. Hey you big purr. But what I will say is this. In order to be the best musician that you can be, you have to feel it. Because music, it comes from, you know what I mean? Within. Mm -hmm. I can't create something that I'm not feeling. 
just because y'all want me to create it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to be who I'm going to be. So if I want to play a fucking flute, let me play my fucking flute and support me. No, I, if, if I want to something. Let me fucking sing my song and support me. I'm in my face. Beyonce is making a fucking country album. She's from Texas. Let her be her best country girl she could ever be. Shout out to Texas. I got my people's my bloodline run through Texas. Let her be the best fucking country girl she could fucking be. Stop putting people in the box. That's my problem. That's always been my problem. Don't put me in the box. Let me be who the fuck I'm going to be. You're going to love me or you're going to hate me. Pick a side, my nigga. Pick a side. Whatever side you stand on, I respect it. If you hate me, stay over there. We don't have to deal. If you love me, support me. That's it. Okay. That's it. We can't be, we can't make ourselves be what everybody else wants us to be because that's not how we were genetically created. Like, that's not us. Don't put me in the box. Don't make me, I hate when people be like, oh, well, all women, no, I'm not all women. All women go to the club. I don't club. I actually like being alone for the most part. You know what I mean? We're not all the same, so stop it. And I think that we should look at our music, our musical interests the same way. Okay. Well, Coogee Rap, salute you. We got from you with all the things all the way to here. Hey, you big per interesting. And you be per. I like how diverse our conversation was today about, you know, the people that we were tapping into. And it was a little diverse because we went from Kooji Rap, Nate Dog, Cassidy. I don't know where we was going. What was going on today? I don't know. It's because overall, it's the st- we are the generation of hip hop that has been the furthest along the lines of hip hop. So everything is new. We're traveling new territory that hasn't been traveled before. We have to accept that. So like you say, you can't put everybody in the box. There are some people that see it the way you do. Nobody said you got to quit rapping, but there's some people that see it like I do that. Like, what you going to rap about now, though? Because even me, I'm like, unless you talk about big boy stuff, big man, grown businessman stuff, it kind of gets weird. (laughs) Being a daddy, your lifestyle. Even if that's the case, yeah. And what you live in right now and not the yesteryear all the time. We could reflect back to you, but we don't live that life anymore. I'm a mom. You think I could talk about when, you know, I could talk about the things that I've done and I will talk about the things that I've done prior to me becoming a mom. I'm a podcaster and I will talk about those things Mm -hmm. eventually. I got slowly, I got slowly walk y'all into that type of shit. But you know what I mean. We all have a past and we all have a future. And I feel like if I can't get into my future, then what the fuck are we talking about? Gotcha. Hey, you big per. Hey, you big per. Like I, I was this person in yesteryear. I'm this person now, and I gotta reflect upon who that person was to get to the who the person I am right now. That's it. I gotta show some love. Hey, you big pair. Doc, Doc will be there on the um, 16th. (laughs) Oh, the update? Yeah, I I, I like to give the updates. I do, because I don't want nobody 
purchasing anything from me, not knowing when they shit is coming. It's coming. I have patience. I'm good. I got patience. Look, I know who you are. (laughs) I'm an honorable woman. You like mafia movies, right? Huh? I said you like mafia movies, right? Yeah, all I got is my word and my balls, and I won't break them for nobody, my nigga. Like, don't let the pack not come through. We be down at the docks. <laughs> I'm gonna be down at the docks, like, where the fuck? I can't, cause then I mean, I got whatever. But I will be on the ass. Don't play. No, don't. The 16th, it'll be there. Um, and you big her. <laughs> and you big per. I don't play about y'all. Ain't nobody gonna play with y'all either. Um, <laughs> so. I want to shout out anybody who's watching from Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. I see y'all tonight. Hi. Hey. Hi, babies. I see y'all. Um, and I appreciate you being here. <sighs> Big love to my grandmother. I say this all the time. I don't know that she should be here, but she be here. So <laughs> she's 89. Hey, she's 89. Why is she watching this? All right, whatever. But I love you, Ma. I love you from my core. That out. I am your junior Libra baby. And when I wanted this woman to scratch my head, she would. Anytime I ask, like, Ma, can you scratch my head? Ma, can you fit me something? Can you make me? Because she's from North Carolina. So can you make me some okra or whatever I'm asking for? And she would. So, but I just don't know that she should be watching the show. But I love you, Ma. I love you. I'll be there in May to see you, baby. I'm coming. Um, but yeah, big shout out to my grandmother. <laughs> Why is she watching this? Anyway. <laughs> I know it's weird. It's a weird thing for my grandmother to be watching this. I love her though. It's my baby. It's my baby. All right, so um, it's time to get to the love notes. So explanation for why we call it the love notes. I'm gonna take this off because it always messes me up when when I'm when it's time to do what it is that I'm supposed to do. We call it the love notes because I used to call it love, and Doc used to call it show notes, and then we used to go back and forth about it for a minute. Oh, Doc said. I had a stack of papers the, the size of a competition notebook. They were not, it was just a lot of cities and countries and states. And I had papers. It was like more like this. Dot want to say it was like this, but it was more like this. Whatever. I don't care. Um, and then we came to the compromise. We came to the compromise and we decided that we would call it show notes. And that's what you, I mean, love notes. I said show notes. Doc, you might have won that one. I won. We call it, <laughs> call it, it the love point. And we, we've been sticking to love notes ever since. So these people are my listening audience. They come through. They check the podcast. They have no clue what I look like. They just like to hear what it is that they hear. And I appreciate them for loving to hear what it is that they hear. And they come back and I appreciate them. So big love. It's all love over here. Thank you for the love. Shout out to my top six, the United States, the United Kingdom, India, France, Canada and Belgium, specifically Brussels, specifically France. I love you so, 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 so much. I do. Thank you, babies. Um, Russia, Indonesia. Oh my gosh. Uh, Japan, 
uh, Dagnabbit, uh, Australia, Turkey, Switzerland, Germany, Mexico, Austria. Oh my gosh, Kenya, all of y'all, I love y'all. Um, Pakistan, Romania, South Africa, Nigeria, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, Spain, Ireland, Nepal. I love you all. I'm trying to catch up. Oh, I love you guys though. Uh, Mauritius, Israel, Hong Kong, China, Poland, Tunisia, Venezuela, baby. Um, Czech Republic, uh, Portugal, Morocco. Hi, booze. I love you too. I love you. I love you. I love you. Ghana, Finland, and Cameroon. This list gets longer and longer, but what you all need to know, and I probably missed one because I was trying to catch up and I, I didn't really catch up. What you all need to know is this. Wait, why is he on the screen? What What you all need to know, I got to give him that so I don't do that again, but what you all need to know is that I love you guys. I adore you guys. You, die, you guys, I'm deleting that right now because I don't want that to come back up. I love you guys so much. I adore you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You don't have to, but you do. And I appreciate you so, 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 so much. I love you. Even the one I might have missed um, because I was trying to show show love, extra love to Paris because I need to be there. I had the opportunity to be there and I got pregnant. Don't get it fucked up. I love being a mom. This the most rewarding job. Even above doing this part, like that's the most re- rewarding job that I've ever had. Um, I love being her mom, yo. But I got pregnant when I was supposed to go to Paris. And I never forget that. So yeah. Shout out to Dirt for saying, but I got pregnant when <laughs> I was going to Paris. I don't know how it worked out. I'm supposed to be there. But in my mind, we are going to do something. I, I want to put together like a little trip where I can go visit people that actually listen to this podcast. Um, and Paris is on my, my list of places to go because they show me love. Shout out to France, man. Um, I also would like to um next maybe next month. Um, maybe let's say February is March. Maybe March or April. I'm gonna do a contest and I'm gonna give away something. So yeah, well maybe not a a contest. Maybe a giveaway. But that's the plan. That's the plan. Um. So yeah, I got some things in my head in the works. It's just it's a slow, slow, gradual baby step walks to it, but it's gonna happen. Um, it's gonna happen, and my mind is gonna happen. But anyway, yeah, man. All right, let's get ready for this final exam. Right. While you while you kick it off, I'm gonna woosa and meditate. All right. So um just to give you your 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 whereabouts, we just let you set your bearings up. Um so you pick 1993. I did. Like, I huh? That's what I did. I regret it. Well, I want to tell you some stuff that came out in 1993. These are not the clues or anything. These are just things I'm naming that came out that was kind of interesting because I completely forget. All right. So, uh, Professor mm-hmm. X, the Overseer, came out. That was on January 1st. Um, mm-hmm. Brand Nubian in, in God We Trust that came out in January, the end of January. What? Uh, Apache came out on February 9th. It, it was Apache Ain't Shit. 
Tupac came out right after that same day, strictly for my niggas. Um, that was go ahead. <laughs> uh, who else? Moni Love. It's a word or two came out in March. PM Don came out. Uh, LL Cool J 14 shots. And I just give you one more. Let me pick one more. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. July 1st, Akinelli Vagina Diner came out. <laughs> Listen, we have no reason to be judging these babies. <laughs> we were just as wretched. So, yeah. So, those were the, some of the ones that came out in 1993. They are not the artists that I picked. Um, but I just wanted to put you in the mind frame because when I was looking, I was like, wow. I forgot. Some. And the reason I say that's a, it was the interesting year, that was the year, I assume you too, we were freshmen in high school. I was on my way. I wasn't quite there yet. I was on my so, way. No. So, was I? Wait. Yeah, no. I was, yes. Yes, I was. 93, yeah. 94. 93, yeah. 90, yeah, yeah. 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 But without further ado, this is the final exam. Um, remember, I kind of changed the way I'm asking the clues now because you be just killing me lately. So here's number one. And before you get to number one, in all well, fairness, well, I went to pre-prison. So it was called Southwestern Senior High School. We call that pre-prison. Either pre-pro- you were okay, learning how to go to prison or you were learning how to become a baby mama. It was one of the two. But anyway. oh, the pipeline, the pipeline. We got to stop that, people. That's what it was. <laughs> all right. First clue. Known for his positive message and smooth rhymes, this artist led a group featuring backup dancers, but wasn't related to any of them. Um, four studio, um, fourth studio album dropped in 1993. I, I feel, but I don't. I'm gonna leave that on the screen until you get number two. I, I feel, but I don't. I don't know. Okay. okay. I thought you had a challenger too. By the way, what happened to the challenger? Huh? What happened to the challenger, uh, Mr. Michael? No, they be talking mad smack and they never show up. <laughs> they be talking mad smack and they never show up because I don't know that they ready to, to, to take my crown. I mean, well, they can't take my crown, but knock me off my pedestal or, or yeah. push me off. Cause or just challenge the queen. They can't challenge the queen. They are pushing me. Y'all not knocking me. So go ahead. Um, I need good. my number two. There you go. <laughs> They be talking mad smack, though, and don't be ready for this work. Um, Though born in Jamaica. Oh, my gosh. What is with Jamaica right now? <laughs> Shout out to Jamaica. Hi, Jamaica. I'm, 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 y'all next. I'm going to get y'all on this list. I, I, I am. But anyway, though born in Jamaica, he became hip-hop legend in the U.S. Um, he's been, he's even collaborated with the King of... He collaborated with the with BB King on a track called Keep It Coming. 1993. <laughs> this is a good one. I'm loving it. It is. It's tough. To me, it is. To me, it is. It, to me, it is. It's real tough. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's real tough. Okay, so put number three up and I'll put it up on the screen in a minute. I gotta re-reflect. Oh, known for his positive messages and smooth rhymes. Um, he led a group featuring backup dancers, 
Okay. I got it. <laughs> I feel well, like no, I just feel like dance moves helped me a little bit. Oh, look, all right, look, turkey based or salt shaker. <laughs> I feel like they helped me. <laughs> turkey based in the salt shaker. <laughs> Big shout out to the new Jack Swing era, man. It was life. Actually, you're not that far off with that one. That's an interesting little thing you just said there. All right, let's see. Not just a musician, he also graced the the silver screen. Okay, this might help me a little bit. He played roles in a different world, living single, rock, low, Law and Order, SVU. Yep. I might be wrong, but is uh, it heavy D? Damn it! Yes. Oh, fuck Uptown Records, but fuck MCA Records. Oh, sorry, it was love. Oh, you know what? I felt like what with this one. What's up? I'm gonna put it back on the screen. I kind of knew, but I didn't know, and I was thinking '93. I didn't know though. I didn't know, and then Mm -hmm. I never knew that he did a joint with BB King. Mm -hmm. I never knew that. I'm, it was on I'm King's to album, though. Not on his album, it was on BB King's album. It don't matter. I gotta go look that shit up. I never knew that. But when we got right here. This ain't even the music. This is TV. <laughs> Listen, I was wiping it out. I don't know what y'all called it, but where I come from, it was called the Alf. <laughs> the Alf? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be. A dancing machine. I used to get into um, these little impromptu dance battles. I don't know why. I used to be nice. My uncle so used to be me, like, <laughs> So tell me, how did you get that from this clue number three? Number three, it was, I used to watch a lot of, remember I just told you at the beginning that I used to be punished a lot. And yeah. when I used to come out of my TV portion of the where I could watch TV, but I couldn't go outside. When you was on parole, not probation. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a lot of TV and uh, these shows that you named, I watched them. And Law and Order SVU. By the way, for a minute, I had my daughter like, ah. <laughs> she used to do that. Like, you know, when they go, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Well, I watched all of the Law and Orders except for Criminal Intent. I hated that one. Okay. It was horrible. Um, but SVU and the you know, the original Law and Order used to mm-hmm. watch the fuck out of them. And um, even after, even in my 30s when I had a child and then she got in her talking stage, I, she used to do the howling at the end. Of, <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, the producer was Dick Wolf. The the producer of the show, his name was Wolf. And I always used to find it funny that his name was Dick, but whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look, how mature are we, Miss Cat? How mature are we? I wasn't. 
not watching <laughs> not watching that show even though that was my that was my joint the svu joint because detective bunch meant the most to me because he came from baltimore and he went to new york and as the show that used to be here in baltimore and his name was detective much and he worked they it went together um what was the name of damn i can't think of but detective much was detective much in the show that was based on the baltimore show it was a cop show okay and then the, i loved how they transitioned it for him to go to new york but he came from baltimore and his name was detective much so he was same character he just moved to new york and i was like that's real life that's real life <laughs> I'm, right. I'm, I'm still huh. upset though because I thought I tweaked it just enough, just enough, and apparently I didn't. I was scared. Just know that you have me shook with these these trivia. This, this final exam. I was you scared. Matter of fact, I need to update the score while you read the last couple you know of questions. Man, because I be picking the gear. <laughs> like, what? I, why did, and then after we finished, I'll be like, why the fuck did I pick this year? <laughs> oh, it was a good year. It was a good year. It was. year. All right. Number four. Um, tragedy struck, struck this hip-hop group early. Oh, yeah, that was real sad. Um, passing of the member nicknamed Trouble T. Roy. Uh, the tragedy duo paid their respects by moving the tribute song. Um, they reminisce over you. Yeah, his story was so because it was like a freak ass accident. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you would have expected. Like he just fell, mm-hmm. and, and then was he group? was gone. Yeah, yeah man, right. I was sad. Huh? Wait, but I know you know the group that made the song right for him. Yeah, I did. Well, I mean, well, let, oh, what, what? I was going to say what's that group name. Oh, no, we not. Let me move on to number five real quick, sir. Um, Because we already ran over. Uh, Beyond rapping, he had been um, um, he had been a canine for talent. He discovered and launched and don't talk about me squinching my eyes. I'm trying to see. Uh, he discovered and launched the careers of successful artists like so for real. My love, do you ever dream? That was my joint. Uh, <laughs> Candy calling me rain. All right. Anyway, I got to keep it moving. Um, Candy rain. You know that same? My Candy rain. Oh, that was my joint. Oh, and I still remember the dance. I told y'all I used, to, I used to be a dancer. <laughs> Not so much no more, but I used to, I used to kill shit. Um, man, Doc, this is this is a good one, and I I had to get no, and don't you do that either because I had to get to the third one. I didn't guess it on the first one. I remember when I had to get you all the way to the end. Yeah, you just make me reflect on my childhood, and I love it. But I didn't guess it on the first one. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Although I was like, "Oh, I felt it," but kind of not really. 
Um, Docs that we worldwide <laughs> search it all the whole globe. You'll still you still can't catch <laughs> the prototype. I think I'm in love. Oh, sorry, that was my joint. Um, <laughs> top like catch the vibes and shout out to the blind and fools. <laughs> We're like less than nine. Need you to stop. <laughs> You know what? Fuck this. Fuck this. I got them. They A-Z. right here. I A-Z know where they are. I know where they are today. Hey, you be All right, we've been we went too far today, but I don't care. It was fun. I love. The, I, I think the tap in might be my favorite. I don't know. I I I don't know. I love doing a tap-in, though, because it's always fun, and I just don't never know where it's going to go. And I love it. Thank you, Doc. I need to say thank you to you, above all, because it's always fun. But anyway, mind your business. Mind your business. Everybody's business is not your business. I'm going to not do all the rest because it's been on the screen. Let me get this off the screen. It's been on the screen. I will say just go to our website, www.ambitiouscent.com. You'll figure it out. Whatever. I'm not doing that tonight. But mind your business. Except for Media Mondays. Sometimes on a tap and you just got to learn that I, I feel like I'm the prototype. Um, <laughs> and Wet and White Wednesdays, we're going to get into some court cases tomorrow. Um, because if you're breaking the law and you're a celebrity, I'm telling it, I'm snitching, I'm snitching, and I ain't no cold of the streets type of shit because I don't know you and I don't give a fuck. You shouldn't have been doing trifling, shitty piece of shit shit. I just wanted to say all of those cuss words because I had to wait. Um, but other than that, mind your business, love your babies. Hug your babies and then tell your babies this that they are the goat. <laughs> they are the greatest of all times. I tell my daughter this every day. And you know, we have our moments in school. We have moments. It's usually because she gets sick, but she got a she got her father immune system. But um other than she's a good student though. Great student, gifted and talented student. Um, but it's important for you to tell them, babies, that they are amazing. Like, I, I advocate for this because I truly believe this. If they want to work for NASCAR, then tell them to be the best NASCAR driver, pit boss, commentator, or whatever the hell else they do at NASCAR. They just drive really, really fast and at moments that could be sexy. I just don't know that I would want to do that every day. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I might get seasick. I might need to take some medicine. I don't. I just don't know. Um, if they want to work for NASA, no, I did not put the telescope together yet. I'm gonna do it on a weekend because then that. It's funny how it's becoming connected now. NASA <laughs> telescope. NASA telescope. Be looking at this guy. I'm gonna do it though. I am. I actually, I'm gonna record a video and I'm gonna post it on YouTube when I do it, so that y'all know that I did it. Or maybe on the website or coffee. I don't know. But when I do it, I'm going to record that I did it. All right. Um, but I didn't do it yet. But if they want to work for NASA, then tell them be the best astronaut, engineer, 
receptionist, janitor, secretary, or whatever else they do over there at NASDAQ besides looking at the sky. I'm going to put the um, telescope together eventually. But the point is, encourage them to be great at whatever it is that they want to do. And they're going to change their minds a few times. I've experienced that. I don't know what my daughter wants to do anymore. It used to be NASA. This is why we got to the NASA part. I don't know. Well, she'll figure it out. But the point is, whatever it is that they want to do, just encourage them to be great at it. And that's that um, piece of shit parents that don't fuck you and you don't belong over here. Hey, you big per. Sorry. You don't belong here. Um, And that's that. Mm-mm. Let me get right. Hold on. Let me get my glasses. And let me get right. I'm going to grab them and let me get right. Hey, you big per. Stay in your fucking lane, y'all. I swear to goodness, stay in your lane. My lane is not what you want. Because, see, I live for me. I don't live for you. I live for me. And if you're jumping in my lane, that means you want me to live for you. And I can't live for you because I live for me. And you jumping in my lane, you're going to get her. Child, 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 child. You don't want her. You don't want her. She's not nice. She's not She's not going to bend. She's not going to fold. She's not going to conform to what you want her to be. She's just going to be, you heard what she sound like. You want her. She's nice, sweet, kind, and cuddly. And all that good stuff. You want to rub her. And if you rub her, then you're probably going to get a you big purr. <laughs> a you big purr. You want the two ladder. You don't want the first one. She's kind of bitchy. She's not nice. You want the two, the last two. They're nice and sweet and kind of cuddly. <laughs> you don't want her. Um, and what usually happens when you jump into other people's lanes is a collision. And who the fuck needs that? I don't need that for me. I don't need that for you. We don't need that for we. So just stay in your lane. Just stay there. And we good. And no matter what the situation is. Staying in your lane is safe. It's a safe way to live your life. Stay there. Don't come over here. Stay on there. Uh, And last but not least, pick and choose your battles wisely. Every battle is not a battle for you to fight. Some battles you got to be like, fuck that shit. You keep that shit. Keep it over there in your lane. Stay over there. Um, but every battle is not a battle for you to fight. And Mob Deep tell y'all all the time, <laughs> Mob Deep, um, that there is a war going on outside and no man is safe from it. They also said you can run, but you can't hide in forever in these streets that we, um, whatever. Y'all know what they say. The point is this, just pick and choose your battles wisely. Worry about the war. And my last message is don't try to conform people into what you feel like they should be. Let them be who they're going to be. We are a world full of different types of human beings. Let us be. That's why Cool G Rap could never make a 444. Let us be. We got to be who we're going to be. And we expect too much from people sometimes, and I hate it. All right. A you, Big Power. And you big per dot. This yeah, is man. our score right now. Yes. Am I the champion or I am not the champion? I feel like I'm the champion. Yes. So with that being said, I need the next uh where are we going now? 
Okay, so we did 1993. <laughs> Let's go. 2001. 2001, all right. Put in my notes. 2001. I'm probably going to lose. I'm okay with that right now because I'm up. <laughs> you way up. You way up. But all right. Got it. Lock 2001. And I'm going to ask you throughout whatever because you know I'll be forgetting. 2001. And I'm going to go cook for my brother on Thursday. So I'm probably going to forget. 2001, though. That's where we're going with it. Doc, thank you so much. I adore you, my baby. Thank you for having me. You, for having you me. hold it down every time. This one. It was a little hard. I'm not gonna lie, but if I would have got one, if I would have got to the last one, I would have got Cindy right. My love, um, <laughs> anyway, we got I know that. Yeah, go ahead in the show. I'll, we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> Listen, I want to finish singing this song. Candy, rage. <laughs> Look, it's your show. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Still insane, my candy rain. That was my joint, man. Do, 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 do. Oh, I want to do the dance. I got to get off of here so I can do the dance. <laughs> got to get off of here. Do, 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 do. Oh, listen, I got it in my head. I got the routine, the whole, oh my gosh, I got the whole routine. Y'all, we got to get out of here before I start dancing. <laughs> you don't want to see this good night I love you hip hop hippie out I love you thank you doc I love you so much I thank gotta get out of here before I start dancing I gotta go bye I love y'all bye, bye. <laughs>